0: You're listening to In The Moment with Liv and Bix. Hey, it's Liv and Bix, and you're listening to In The Moment with Liv and Bix, a podcast for unsuccessful actors
1: by unsuccessful actors.
0: But <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome back to our little podcast. It's been yeah. too long. So long. I know maybe a few of you listened
1: to our last episode where we said we're moving away from Bachelor-related content and more, um, we're more focusing on the entertainment industry, more specifically mm-hmm. acting. If you don't know, Bix used to be located in New York, but she's still a native New Yorker. Door and through, baby. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but she has moved to the West Coast, so that is where she's pursuing her acting career. And Little old Liv over here is still pursuing her acting on the East Coast. Don't
0: say that like it's a bad thing because I'm oh, also no. jealous. I miss New York no. so much. didn't mean it as a bad way. I'm just I'm, <laughs> just, I'm still here. That's all I'm
1: saying. So, we're hoping to be able to give a refreshing take on acting journeys and yeah. maybe we'll be able to help whoever is listening on the East Coast and the West Coast. I know acting the industry is a beast it's on its own but maybe we can help you navigate wherever you are whether that be east or west yeah honestly
0: hopefully i wish one i wish that like podcasts were a thing in like when we were in like high school i mean i'm sure there was like um, like radio shows or whatever but yeah i wish there were more podcasts around when we were younger because i didn't learn shit about the entertainment industry until like, I was in it myself. And I wish that there was something like besides like a book and like the internet. But you know what I mean? Like something a little more immersive, like a podcast, like something like this to teach me because I'm bad at learning. I will say the one thing about like
1: acting school, like they'll teach you all the tools that you'll need to perfect your craft. But I feel like what I didn't learn and I had to learn just by what Vic said, immersing myself in the industry is the business side of it. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. And I feel like I learned that all by trial and error. And I learned that completely on my own. And and of course, by the help of friends and mentors and teachers. But I do feel like going to school for it, that's not really where I learned like the behind the scenes um, right. when it comes to the like, acting industry.
0: And that, yeah, and it doesn't necessarily always mean that like I okay I don't think that there's a part of me that truly like regrets going to school for theater because like I am so happy I did. It was so fun. Our high school was like fake. Like nothing mattered. The teachers weren't (laughs) real. We never had class and my college was like pretty much the same thing. So like I can't really be mad about it. Yeah. Where I get mad is just like I do wish that there was more, I learned a lot of valuable information about acting as the craft, as you were saying, but the like profitable, actual, like marketable information I didn't get. And that's when, and then I look at the debt that I'm in from college and like, that's where the regret comes in. Cause I'm like, you didn't teach me shit. You fake ass, (laughs) private ass college. Same.
1: Yeah, same. Yes. I also went to private college for musical theater at first, switched to theater. And then it wasn't until like I graduated. And for those wondering, I went to Marymount Manhattan College. And that's where I studied musical theater. And then I was like, I don't think I loved it. Like, I really do appreciate musical theater. And I love going to the shows. And I do like doing musicals. But I think I really something drew me more to film and television. So that's when I started taking classes after I graduated. And after I graduated, college is really where I feel like I learned the most, which is pretty late in the game. But I feel like that's where I really learned the business side of it and how to be smart and like tactful and yeah.
0: Yeah. And that's what I feel like is something that I think about so much and just like so much time – And this is like a very negative way of thinking, and I shouldn't think this way, but I just think about all the time I wasted that I could have known so much more. Like I see these younger actors, like people like starting in their in childhood, in their teens. And like obviously there's problems with that in and of itself. But just like the information that these people know. And yeah, I just agree with like, I feel like I learned so much late in the game and I already, I'm still late in the game and I'm still learning so much. Like, I still feel like I don't know anything. And, but like, this whole
1: journey, and lack of better words, none of it is linear, especially in acting. So you're always, I feel like you're always constantly learning, learning new things. And with the times changing, so does how you approach the industry. So that has changed a lot as well, which yeah. we'll get to, I feel like in later episodes of like which will be more like how to network. And that has changed a lot because of social media. So oh, word.
0: Yeah. My be real went off. I have to take my be real. You, oh, your be my be real, you're you're gonna be in it. Oh, oh okay. okay. So everybody listening is gonna be in it too. <laughs> so
1: yeah, so I figured we can start with how to get started as the actor, but yeah, as I, the actual. I feel like that's a good place to start. Like, Of course. So Yeah, so before we get into, you know, the whole, like, the schools, and even though that is also a great place to start, go to school, learn about the art. I shouldn't be like, go to school, because some of the best actors, too, not all of them went to school, but yeah. a lot of them did, and a lot of them even pursued their masters in the craft as well. But before we even get there, I think just, like, let's start at the beginning. Let's go oh, way, way back. That reminds me about The King and I. Oh, oh, is it not The King and I? Let's go back to the very beginning. Is that The King and I? Or was that, I am 16, going on 17. That Sounds one?
0: of Music.
1: Yes. So, but was it in Sound of Music? Or was it It was it The King and I? Well, she's a teacher. And she goes, let's go back <clears> to <throat> the very beginning. It's a very... Beginning. I think it might be. There's Maybe it's Sounds of Music. I, I don't, I'm not... Uh
0: as familiar with king and i.
1: Okay. Well, never mind, but if anybody knows, let, let us me know. know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but back to the very beginning, where it all started. When did you know that you wanted to be an actor? Like was it like a ch- like a childhood thing? Yeah. Like what do you think started it for you? So, I
1: think it's because I've always been so like immersed in that community. Like my mom is a dancer and she grew up dancing her entire life. Genres from flamenco to Isadore Duncan, um, ballet, so cool. jazz. Thank you. <laughs> but so I feel like because I was always surrounded by that type of community, so my mom being an artist, my aunt is a visual artist, my uncle, he's a musician and a visual artist. I feel like, and I was put into community theater at such a young age and kids' theater that I just feel like. That's how I grew a love for it, just being in it. So I don't think there was that's like... so
0: sweet.
1: Yeah, there was no like pivotal moment. It wasn't like, where well, I went to a Broadway show, I looked up, yeah. and I went, that's going to be me. That's like, me. That, like, not my story, but how about you, Bex? Like, what, what was your moment or or whatever, your your story, how you got into it?
0: I feel like it was, yeah, like a lot of moments making it mean something. But what I always like attribute it back to is Britney Spears. Britney. Oh, Britney. truly, I just always as young as I can remember, I always was obsessed with Britney Spears and I was obsessed with like music videos. I loved the idea of like acting out like a song in like this little video and yeah. I just wanted to be like a pop star so bad and like I still want to be a fucking pop star. Yeah. One day, it's on my bucket list, so one day I want to record... like, who am I kidding? <laughs> I still want it. <laughs> I want to record at least, like, one pop song. Maybe yeah. one pop album would be cool, but, like, a song, I'll be good enough. I'll, I'll be happy enough with that. But, yeah, I feel like it really started with just Britney Spears and just loving... I just love to watch performers. I loved watching TV and movies and, like, these yeah. singers and dancers on stage and... Yeah. That's like how I then crossed over into more of like acting and not being like a pop star and just being more of just... I also feel like when I was young, I was very fascinated with emotions. It always felt very interesting to me, like taking off, like almost like you could think about it like as like pieces of clothes, like taking off an emotion and putting on another one. Yeah, I love that. something about like the feeling of being embarrassed always mm-hmm. felt like some other emotions were easier to take off like you could just take yeah. off a jacket but like the an embarrassment feeling I always felt like it was more of like a itchy like sweater that was like too tight mm. to get off and I don't know I don't know I just would always like watch tv shows and see people adjust their emotions and then I would yeah. think it back to like these like tactical ways that I would think of them. And I was just like, I want to do that so bad. I feel like I'm so in touch with my emotions already. Like I want to do this too. Oh, and that's so good. Because many,
1: and I shouldn't say me, but I know some actors struggle with that, like being in touch with their emotions and being vulnerable and being private in public, which is a pretty difficult task on its own. So for you to already kind of have that, that's impressive.
0: Yeah, I was just a weird
1: kid. (laughs) (laughs) just a weirdo we all are we're all weirdos. it's true all of us Um, artists out there so yeah so i would say not to be like step one but really kind of like what you hear what you kind of heard with Fix It and what i kind of touched upon wherever you live if there's like a local theater production which is also known as community theater if there's any classes like for beginners and with like a quick Google search, you can just look up like acting classes for film and TV or even like theater classes for beginners and like check out some local spots and especially local theater. It's such a low stake environment. Yeah, and that's so true. Also, yeah. And it's really mostly, I know the community theater, like my experience with that, it's a lot of family, friends, and don't get me wrong, like maybe industry, like Industry professionals maybe come visit as well, but I feel like local theater is the best way I think to get your feet wet when it comes to acting, and also you build then not not just your resume credits, but you also build a community within your community. So you get to know other actors that maybe you didn't know, like oh my neighbors in this too, and then you create these friends. And when you create these friends and you create your little community and you become part of your local theater with that and Kind of was where you can start creating with your friends, start creating, whether it be little scripts or little scenes. But you do have to start somewhere. And I really do. I'm a really, I think local theater is a wonderful place to start for someone who just wants to try acting and maybe doesn't know too much about it, but wants to get involved.
0: You should run for city council with that speech and just like oh. <laughs> tell them how much you love community theater oh my you god you love it no it was really good like it was powerful it was moving like i would vote for oh. you i would vote for you i really would i feel like oh my god no i feel like she she supports the arts like this is who i want in charge of this my community <laughs> but no i i totally agree i feel i do really feel like just having people around you who are interested in similar things and are passionate about similar things is just so motivating on its own. And it can be like intimidating because some people also like you and I, since we were young, we were like lucky enough to have found what we wanted to do. Yes. And some people like aren't as fortunate. Like some people really struggle with like finding what their thing is, or it could be a bunch, you could have have a bunch of things. And I feel like a lot of people later in life that are interested in acting or singing or like just really switching it up at all. And it's scary, but finding people who are interested in it too is going to be so helpful because at least speaking for myself, Mm -hmm. if somebody wanted to talk to me about something that I like, I would love to talk to you about that thing. I hate talking yeah. to people about things that I don't like. My therapist literally told me, um, cause I told her like, I'm like every conversation I have with somebody, like it just sucks. I don't know. Like, is it me? Like, why do I hate talking to people? And she was like, well, if somebody starts talking to you about something that you don't want to talk about, why don't you just say to them, I don't want to talk about this anymore and walk away. Oh no. <laughs> and the craziest thing also that you like, could have suggested <laughs> she's an incredible therapist i love her so much No, i
1: know but like you need friends you that know? was like such <laughs> like, i
0: feel like crazy i
1: behavior. feel like there's a, such a nicer way to say that because i know if i'm speaking to someone and they just went i don't want to talk about that and then walked away but with no explanation horrible. i would be like I'd be like, I'm horrified and now I'm never going to speak again. Like, that was the last <laughs> time you ever hear
0: me speak. <laughs> yeah, it would not it like, would not go well. I would not like, oh my God, criminal, criminal of her to suggest that so, to me. But yeah, so like I love talking about things I want to talk about. So if somebody were to come up to me or and you were a stranger and you want to talk about something that I like, I'll talk to you. So I feel like a lot of people in the acting like artist community are like that as well. So, like, just just try to do it. I feel like, yeah, if you go up to an actor and you're like, hey, let's talk about acting, they're probably going to be down. Oh,
1: yeah, for hours. It's, like, good luck trying to get us to shut up once you talk about acting. Also, I feel like another, like, like, local theaters, especially summer theater, like, community theaters, big or small, are always putting on, like, a summer show. That is a fact. And so you should look up Like, again, when you're getting, this is even people who have the experience and that resume do sometimes local theater, because why not? It's just a chance to create, right? But I, that's definitely another thing too, like just summer theaters, summer workshops, a great place to start for if you are an actor listening, or if you have a friend who is interested, but like one-on-one, for example, Actors Connection as another example they offer workshops that one on one you do have to qualify i think actors connection so one on one i would say maybe a little bit more seasoned actors but for actors connection i know one of them i believe that you could just sign up for these workshops and like meet these casting directors
0: oh yeah and there there are millions of those workshops going on like mm-hmm. constantly there but- are so
1: many Before you meet these casting directors, I do not recommend that if you're just getting started. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to put like your you want to put your best foot forward, right? So I would take classes that again are low stake. Again, you you Google like acting workshops or you know for beginners or and people are always offering classes. I also find like just checking your community uh, for workshops. There are other artists I know where even I live within the community that offer like for just an example, beginner dance workshops, right? Which are sometimes donation-based and you can find that for acting as well. And a lot of like theater companies that are located in these communities offer sometimes summer workshops. And even if you're in school, right? So I don't know about Ubix, but I know for me, I started in, I think I started in junior high school. That's where I joined, where I started joining clubs. So I joined the drama club. We in had a drama high. club. Oh, in junior high. I was like. Yeah, and- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I joined the But See, It was a great place for me yeah. to connect with other actors. And that's where I started, I guess, working on my that's craft. That's really and- cute
0: to think about. Yeah. Like thinking back or not even thinking back, just thinking right now that there's mm-hmm. like a group of 12 year olds that are like, we just love acting so much. We want to start a club and that there's like a group yes. of 12 year olds just like hanging out right now. It's talking just, about right now drama. at this moment making a play that who I knows be hit so in a few sweet. years
1: yeah yeah did you have I know like for me at my junior high school uh, we had like drama clubs and then we went to the same high school Bix and I so we were both in the drama program there but did you have that like before talent unlimited
0: I did so in my my middle school it was so weird one year they just decided to like split up the school almost like Harry Potter, like, (laughs) Gryffindor, like, all the different places. But it was, like, math and science, social, like, things, social, like, history, law or something. And then there was, like, dance, performing arts, whatever. And then there was, like, literature. And I obviously was in the, like, performing arts sect. But within that sect, you then had to pick whether you were, like, Vocal, theater, or dance. Yes. And wait, little old me, I chose dance. So I was a dance major. So I was was dancing it up for, I don't know why I chose that. And like, I'm a pretty, like, I'm an okay dancer. I don't know about now. I haven't danced in years, but I love dancing. But yeah, so I did dance for, I think it was just the eighth grade that they switched it up to that. And then I obviously graduated out. So we didn't do any of that. But like all growing up, I went to those classes that are like in the back of the back of the library, has like this class or the basement of this church. Like, you know what I mean? Yes. So I did a lot of like some acting classes. I've done like gymnastics, like all those kinds of fun things. But I remember I was in ballet when I was like really young, maybe like three or something. And I was so mad because we didn't do any ballet. We just, like, acted out the three bears. Goldilocks and the three bears. The three oh. ba- the three little bears?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goldilocks, Goldilocks and the three bears.
0: Yeah. Is that what it's... It sounds wrong. Uh,
1: Goldilocks and the three... Lo- not little bears, because they were some big ones. yeah, they were big, medium, and little. Um, yeah, so
0: I think it's Goldilocks and the three bears. Goldilocks and the three bears. <laughs> um. Anyway, <laughs> so we had to, on. like, act that out and not do ballet. So then for, like, my whole... Um, childhood I was like fuck ballet all it is is talking about Goldilocks.
1: I feel bad I feel like you were cheated out of what ballet actually is.
0: I was but also it was fine because I couldn't afford dance school anyway. Dance school is so expensive. Yes and then you have to get like gymnastics. Yeah you have to pay for all the outfits pay for like the just a mess.
1: I know also like like you were you just brought up like couldn't like afford like and that's another thing. Like, I feel like that can discourage people. Like, oh, do I have yeah. the funds to be an actor? And which because I because totally it's fucking get. expensive. It, like, it does get really expensive. But I feel like starting out, there are ways to still be seen, to still be heard, yeah. and and to still practice in the craft. As I, I'm going to keep reiterating it, but local theater and like little workshops and classes that you can literally quick Google search and you can find that these kind of things. And you can even look at the reviews online. And then now even schools, a lot of students like, so moving up apart from theater, going more into film, but schools offer, I should say, mostly colleges offer many non-union project that students are filming. And that is an excellent opportunity if you are a student and you want to explore film and TV. That you don't really necessarily have the credits. Still, you're lacking an experience. That is a great way to get experience. To look and see what's being cast, either at your college or other colleges. You just you can literally look up student film projects. There are websites that you can use as well, which we're going to get into later on our next episode. The websites that you should use, websites you should avoid, and how to vet. Vet out what's good, what's not.
0: We're click baiting you guys to get us to listen <laughs> to our next episode, but that information really yeah, is going to be there. So it's really going to be there,
1: and it's going to be really helpful. And like, yeah, so student films like NYU or yeah. uh, New York Film Academy, or I don't know, yeah, and like
0: even if yeah. you're not in New York City or LA, like just you're the same thing. Just like the local right. colleges, local communities, just Ch- mm-hmm. Like churches, any like performing art centers Definitely. that are in their schools, any type of thing. Like, yeah, you don't have to be in these big, huge cities. But yeah, student films are so helpful. I have pretty much a, most of my footage that I have that isn't like being like hoarded away by like NBC is from student films. Yeah, I.
1: And and then that's what we'll get into, like and that kind of that'll go into like reels
0: and footage mm-hmm. you can use and right and, and all these things and that I you learned. Think, oh, I'm sorry, but I learned no, no, something no, crazy. And this is yeah. gonna be clickbaity <laughs> because I learned something crazy about yeah. getting footage of TV of like network TV shows that you're on mm-hmm. when they don't get back to you. You know, you email people and you're like, hey, can I have the footage of when I'm on this? Yeah, and they never answer you, never get the footage. I found out a way you could get it. So you'll have to come back to that episode oh, when we talk about I stuff. do
1: want to find that out. That's a good one because I could use that. Yeah, I'm even going to make you wait. I'll text <laughs> no. you No, <later.
0: laughs>
1: I was like, girl, I'm going to hit you up after <laughs> this. But all these things that maybe you're like, oh, like local theater, what? Student films, eh. All these things that maybe you don't think are a big deal will help you build those credits on your resume because you do have to start somewhere. And yeah. most auditions are going to ask for that headshot. For that mm-hmm. resume, for that reel, which the headshots, the reels, the resume, we're gonna get into that. And I don't mean to sound clickbaity. It's just I don't want you to think I'm bringing this up and then dropping it, and
0: you're like, wait a minute, you didn't know. We it. got a lot to talk about. This is only yeah. episode one, guys. Right. Come on. so,
1: but I, yeah. Anyways, they will ask I, all those things.
0: And I also think that on top of just it helping you get a little bit of meat for your resume. It's also such a great learning experience of being on set and being just in the environment. I've worked on a lot of student films and a lot of those student films, the set had such a professional atmosphere to the point that like I've been on Actual professional sets yes. that were lacking. So, like, that's also a thing that get, like deters people as well is like, how professional is it going to be? Like, am I going to feel like I'm just hanging out with a bunch of like random 18 year olds with a camcorder? But no, like, a lot of these student films are extremely well done. They have the equipment from their colleges a lot of the time that they can yeah. rent out. So, you could get quality footage, work yes. with quality people, and just Learn. It's really just like all about learning. Just try, yeah, trial and error, learning new shit by being in it because there's no book to be like how to act on set, right? And was there a
1: particular experience that it could be good or bad that like that I guess stuck to you for a while, whether it be on a film set or or something that happened for your first time in theater, like maybe something that happened early in your career.
0: I'm trying to think of like... I wish I could think of a bad one because it would be funnier. Yeah. But the reason why I always bring this up is because I worked on a film a couple years ago, I think in like 2019 or something or eight. it doesn't matter. And it was an NYU student film. And I was like, okay, it was unpaid too. Like I didn't even get paid for this. I just did it anyway. Right. And these fucking people they were the set it was incredible like just the way that they handled everything and they were all students everybody handling everything like from like director to like the manager to just everybody involved and i like truly every day felt like i was coming to such a professional set and like it blew me away and so that's why i always think back to and I'm also like that guy who directed that film. I bumped into him the other day here in L.A. and he lives oh, here. I and he was like, that. "Oh my god, hey!" So that's another like, because now networking. Now, I, now we both live in L.A. We both were in New York. Now we're both in L.A. And now he's directing stuff. That. And he's like, "Hey, I'll hit you up." So it's just there's just so much positive stuff that comes out of just like putting yourself out there. I
1: was gonna say like, and yeah, don't judge a book by its cover. Like you're like student film. Shh. There are so many like student films that get like a lot of recognition and go into festivals and that's a really big deal Mm -hmm. and touching on what Vic said like the paid and it wasn't paid you're gonna run into that when you're first starting many opportunities are gonna be unpaid but I feel like when you're starting that's very common and you want to build your your resume and you want to get these credits so I think it's okay at that point when you're starting out to take some of that unpaid work and you know, oh, yeah. like do these student films, and sometimes they'll give you a small amount of money. It depends whether if they're SAG, if they're non-union, and if they're like a low budget. It just does depend on their budget as well. But I just want to let you know for those starting it, it's pretty common when you're starting out to not get a paycheck yeah. for these films. it's It's when you start to build those credits and you start to go for projects that are union, but also being led by bigger networks or just people with, I guess I will say, bigger names, that's when you start getting – they'll offer pay. Yeah, and and, that's also something
0: I feel we should have a whole episode about this because just the way that actors are paid is, like, kind of insane. And Mm -hmm. there was this article that came out recently about Sydney Sweeney, how she was talking about – how like it's hard to be an actor, why she has to be like pretty much a brand ambassador and influencer Mm -hmm. on the side. So yeah, I would love to like have a whole thing about that because I got some thoughts on it. But yeah, it's crazy. Like the way that actors are paid is really bizarre, but it's Mm -hmm. like gotten even more different. Yeah, and
1: like I know this is not a modeling podcast, but even with just modeling, mm. sometimes it takes like a month to three months yeah. to see exce- until you see that paycheck. So I feel like that should be a whole episode. Which again, this is only our first episode. There's so much to cover. This is really just scraping the top, right? Just like how to get started. But yeah, because then you get pay- into
0: like percentages, like for yes, whoever's on the team, managers. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's crazy. Really,
1: I agree with Bix. Like if you want to be somewhere, like, let's say you wanted to be in, uh, you're a journalist and you know, journalism is your passion. What are you going to do? You're probably going to want to be an intern at like NBC, ABC. I'm just naming networks, but you're going to be maybe a news network, a news outlet. You want to be there. You want to see what it's like. And I think that's the best way to learn too. So if you're into film and TV, A great place to start besides looking for workshops and and classes and studying the craft would be look for background work. That is an excellent place to start too. Like Background work, many of the best, some of the greatest actors started in background work. And one of them, just one of them off the top of my head, Brad Pitt being one of them. I know Steve Carell before his big breakout role in The Office. I feel like that's when his name became more prominent was he used to do commercials. Um, but like and and that too, like commercials, hey, commercials got some good money. Yeah,
0: commercials is so like (laughs) like, that's honestly like where what you need to do. Like scratch everything we're saying in this podcast. Everything. Just do commercials. Do commercials. Just do them. Yeah, you make so much fucking money with commercials. Oh.
1: Yeah. But I just think and for theater, like besides like I said, like your community theater, student films. I'm just being an usher to get yourself involved yeah. in theater so just being in that environment and finding yeah ways work backstage yourself be like there. a PA or yes. something
0: like exactly. I know I know people who literally pay I mean it's not easy but they like pay their rent and they pay their livelihood just by doing background work like yes they because yes. that's another thing we could talk about too just like all the like background yeah. services like you can like get your picture taken, get your information put in, and they just, like, send you emails, like, hey, we need you to work this day, this day, this day. And, like, people make a living off of, the, of that. Do you know some of the services? I know a couple of websites out here in L.A. I would have to check. I think L.A. Casting. Oh, yes, a New York Casting as well, one. I believe. And yeah. then there's another one, though, that I can't think of the name of it. I would have to check in my messages. But yeah, she, a friend of mine was telling me about it when I first moved out here and I was like, oh, hey, like, do you have any tips? And she was telling me about the service and I promise I'm going to find it. And when I do, I'll put it in the description of the episode. But it's this place where you have to go there and get your picture taken with them. They take your picture, you put down your information, and then you just get added to like a roster. And whenever... Mm -hmm it is pretty much, like, the way that a lot of these services work. If something matches yes. up with you, it, like, sends you a notification, and you can, like, I've, and it's, like, a time-sensitive thing, you know, like, whoever responds right quick for, like, in that type. First-come-first-serve um, kind of thing. Yeah, so, like, those things are really great. It's, like, a monthly fee, but yeah, so there's, like, so much, there's so much that you can do that isn't, like, oh, no, I'm not, like, I'm not getting. Series regular auditions. What can I do? Like you can. And there's so those much. You take can do. a while. Even
1: the co-stars, guest stars, oh series God. regulars. Those take a while. And like, so like, do not be discouraged. And always remind yourself that everyone's journey looks different. You cannot compare yourself to anyone else. You I know. do it
0: still all the time.
1: Yeah, you you really. <laughs> and it's and, so and It's bad. so easy. It's so easy to go there. But you have to remind yourself that your journey is going to be different than the other person. There's more than enough roles to go around. Yeah. And what's going to be yours is going to be yours. And I do believe in like when opportunity meets, was it preparedness or how does it?
0: When opera. Okay. That makes sense. I don't know. If but it's it just... the,
1: the quote Same. is way more. It sounds way better than how I just put it. But basically be prepared. So when that opportunity comes, you're ready for it. Yes.
0: That sounds good.
1: This, yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah, like like we said, there's so many ways to get started and background work is just one of them. Student films, theater clubs, local theater, creating skits with your friends, just
0: creating yeah. art. Oh, another thing also that I've heard from a lot of my friends out here in LA who are in the acting industry. Yeah, all their agents and all their managers. I like it sucks that this is the truth. But they all suggest having a social media presence and mm. growing your social media accounts. And it, like, kind of fucking blows that, like, yeah. like the influencer world is penetrating every industry that there is. Yes. So, like, obviously this is going to happen, and it, but, it, but it kind of fucking sucks. But that's just... It's just like the facts, like I've heard it from so many people to the point yeah. where, because at first I was like, well, obviously if you have a following, but I was like, but you know, there's still the craft and there's still the people. But then I hear it from everyone I talk to and I'm like, great. Now, not, yeah. not only do I have to like do all this work to be an actor, but like now I also need to be like an internet personality, please. Yeah, that
1: definitely, it does. I mean, that definitely does help. And that's why i feel like like if you don't have that social media presence like definitely work on that but i do feel like yeah you just have to be that much better where they can't say no to you right and it's like damn thanks <laughs> but like it's it's the truth like there's no easy way to put it but i know even my acting teacher tells me like it's all these casting directors they see the same audition over yeah. and over and over and over it's having an opinion having a perspective and a lot of the times they're just looking they're looking for the eyes and i know that sounds like <laughs> so creepy <laughs> they're, they're looking, for, they're your looking eyes, for your eyes but what's happening behind those eyes yeah and like that's literally as simple as it sounds it takes work to do that And a lot of times, that's all they're looking for is something happening behind the eyes, and you're not just reading lines or just delivering the lines. Yeah, in different ways. Yeah, we're getting, and now
0: I'm getting off track. But anyway, sorry. (laughs) But no, that's like a truth. like getting started in acting. That's like a good piece of advice: is knowing that that is what is to come. So getting comfortable with yourself and with your personality, and putting personality Mm. behind everything that you do. And like, yeah, just like really immersing yourself into your work because that's what's going to get you noticed and that's what's going to make you stand out. And relationships. That's a and big one. Like
1: relationships. What is your relationship to the person? There's just so many, <laughs> so many things I could go on about, but it's like, even when casting directors go, let me see something different. They're not asking for you to say the line differently. They're asking you to have a different perspective and a different relationship with that line so but we'll get into that but it's just all these things are good like and when you take classes and when you study with people that are better than you because you always want to be studying with people that aren't as good or
0: not you want to learn with people that are better than you. as chloe kardashian says if you're the smartest person in the room you have to leave that room yes <laughs> <laughs> i love that you coaxed <laughs> but chloe
1: kardashian that crazy
0: fucking interview
1: <laughs> Oh, my God. But seriously, though, I think you want to study with people that are better than you and you will because that's how you learn. Oh, yeah, um,
0: for sure. That's why I love like, that you
1: just quoted oh, Khloe
0: Kardashian. That,
1: that's to. great. I love that. Wait, that, that's what Khloe Kardashian <laughs> said.
0: But yeah, I totally agree with that I, I will talk. Oh, my gosh. There, yeah, there's so much to talk about. So much. But the class that I'm in now at the studio that I'm uh, training at, there are so many people who are, like, pretty successful. Like, people like series regulars, co-stars, people, like, who have movies coming out. Yeah, And it's, like, being in the room, like, you really have to get into that perspective of, oh, no, like, I'm in the right... Like, instead of feeling like you're in the wrong room because you're not booking those things, and I had to, like... teach myself like, no, I am in the right room because I want to be booking those things. So these are the people that I need to be around. These are the people like, these are the exact people that I should be around, but it's like, it's not hard to, I mean, it's not easy to have that mindset all the time. No, It is really difficult. There's so much, there's so much, you have so many emotions as a actor, (laughs) but like, cause you like jealousy and insecurity and just like, really, you have to try so hard. To control those things, and yeah, convince yourself that it is true that you belong in those rooms.
1: I love that. I think that's a great way to end this episode.
0: Mm, Beautiful. I really, no, really, words of wisdom. Words of wisdom by (laughs) Bix, inspired by Khloe Kardashian. Yes,
1: (laughs) but I do want to thank everyone who has stuck around with us and for any new listeners welcome and thank you for tuning in but I think that's it for this episode but please stay tuned we are going to be releasing episodes bi-weekly so there will be about we're getting old so we need we need to relax (laughs) we need to relax so there's only going to be two episodes about two episodes a month but our next episode, we will be covering. Uh, you know, websites are that are great to get started on. How to vet out what's good, what's mm-hmm. not, and uh, also just different ways to network and classes and workshops where you can network. Uh, we did want to touch a bit upon social media. I love that. they yeah. brought that up. I love that you brought up the social media presence because I think that's a great thing to touch on, like tools to use to your advantage. It's literally at your fingertips, and how you can put yourself in front of these people and make them notice you. Right. So I think that's great. Uh, we'll be releasing our episodes every Thursday, and uh, so make sure you stay tuned for that.
0: And we do have new cover art. We do. If you haven't noticed. Oh my gosh. I am so happy with our whole new branding. I hope you guys love it. Liv had a vision for Lizzie McGuire cartoons and we nailed it. So our cover art is by Pim at Hyperjuice on Instagram. So we will tag everything so you could go check him out. He has amazing art. And yeah, tell us how cute our little cartoons are because I love them. I know.
1: We're very excited about them. So we hope you're just as excited. But thank you so much <gasps> again for tuning in. And Bix
0: has something to say. I do. I, I have the name of those two booking sites for background oh, work. Oh, please. So these are probably across the board, but in case they may just be LA, one of them is called Booked Talent, B-O-O-K-E-D, Booked Talent. And the other one is called Face to Face. Face, the number two face. Um, Love that. So yeah, check those places out for some background work, baby. All right. Well.
1: That's all for this week, but we will be back with again networking, websites, social the whole media, shebang. the whole shebang on our next episode. But thank you so much for tuning in. All
0: right. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning into the moment with us. Our amazing cover art is by at Hyperjuice on
1: Instagram. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at ITM with LivinVic. Like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Also, if you're feeling extra generous, we won't hate it if you rate and review. Bye. Bye!